0: This is the People in Their Work podcast. I am Professor Doug Gardner in the Student Leadership and Success Studies department at Utah Valley University. In this podcast, you will hear the first-person stories of people journeying through their education, work, and career decision-making. In this episode of the People in Their Work podcast, we will hear from Jamie Black. Jamie is a human resource employee advocate with PayPal. Jamie shares her journey through personal discovery, balancing work and family, and the myriad of ups and downs that life has given her.
1: I always thought I was gonna be a teacher. I came from a home of educators. My mom was a well-known preschool teacher. She had her own preschool in our home, and I was in preschool for six years of my life before I actually got to go to preschool. And she had a waiting list of years, and as soon as people found out they were pregnant, they got on the waiting list because they wanted to be in my mom's preschool. And then as I grew up and moved into elementary school, I was the youngest, and she became a teacher at the elementary school I was at, and I actually had her as a teacher. I watched my older sister go to college. She became um, an educator as well. She received her master's degree in education and went into work as a principal. She became the youngest principal for one of the school districts here in Utah and has now moved into administration. My mom received her master's degree and PhD and um, was an elementary principal for many, many years and actually um, won principal of the year for the state of Utah when I was younger. My grandparents were both educators, principals back in Florida, and I just always thought that was my route, that I wanted to be a teacher. And then when I went to college and I started taking all my general education classes, I realized teaching wasn't for me, and that wasn't really what I wanted to do with my life. Just taking general eds, Communications 101, was one of the classes that I participated in, and I really liked it. I really liked my communications class. I liked public speaking. I liked the interpersonal aspect of communications. And so I made the decision to major in communications with an emphasis of interpersonal communications. And I minored in sociology because I also really like the personal touch and the interactions that I have with people. And that's where I continued down my course of education um, through my bachelor's degree was through the communications path. Found that I really enjoyed the courses where I interacted with other people, where I could problem solve where I could sit and listen because I really liked the therapy piece as well, but I knew I didn't really want to be a therapist, but I wanted to be able to help people. As I took more HR classes, I realized that this is something I really enjoyed. Of course, in a communications major, you participate in all different types of classes. I did a stint on the radio. I was Jam and Jamie. I had to do public relations, had to do... Um, broadcasting, and none of those really suited me. I didn't care for those. The radio was fun, but not what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. And I knew that I wanted to help people. So broadcasting wasn't an option for me there either. And I just really enjoyed the interpersonal aspect of human resources. So that is where I started my main focus through my communications degree was on the HR track. Although there wasn't a specific human resources degree, it did fall under communications under the interpersonal relations um, emphasis, that's where I got my start into human resources, was just really understanding through that comms 101 class that that's what I wanted to do. After I finished my communications degree, I was able to graduate with a bachelor's degree from Southern Utah University, and that is actually where I met my husband. He was a, a sociology Major, criminal justice minor, and I was a sociology minor. So we actually were able to take quite a few classes together, have study groups together. um, And it was really fun to build a relationship in college with my partner and my husband, my future husband, by having those classes together. And he graduated a year before me. Um, I ended up having our first daughter, well, our only daughter, when I was a junior at SUU. And being a mom and having a full course of classes as well as working part-time at the bookstore, the college bookstore, I learned how to juggle, how to be a mom, how to be a full-time student, how to be a part-time employee, how to get my classes taken, how to get my tests taken, how to be poor. You have no money as a college student, especially once you start a family And so it was nice when my husband graduated a year before me because then he could go to work. And boy, were we excited when he got his first full-time job making $21,000 a year. We thought we were rolling in the money. I graduated a year later and with my degree, and of course in Cedar City, Utah, a small little town, there's not a lot of job opportunities, especially for fresh out of college, human resource aspirated college graduates. So I found the first job that I could find working as a customer service representative at Smead Manufacturing. If you don't know what Smead is, they make file folders. So if you need a file folder, a Manila file folder to put all of your papers in, it's probably a Smead folder. And I just worked customer service for them for a couple of years. They had a couple of HR positions opened up. Um, Unfortunately, it didn't work for me to move into any of those positions because of the role that I was in. And so I just figured, well, I'll chalk it up to, you know, I need a little bit more experience. Because I did actually, let me go back a little bit. So when I was in college, I actually did do a couple of internships for HR. I did an internship with the city of Cedar City. I was able to work with the city manager on a lot of their HR initiatives. I worked with the cemetery, I worked with the um, recreation center, and just to really understand how the city worked and not really necessarily hiring, firing, all of those different things, but just really understanding the ins and outs of the city and how the city works. So that was one internship that I did under human resources. A second internship I did was with actual Southern Utah University HR department. That one was actually really interesting as well. I did do some job sourcing, I did help write job descriptions, so it just really kind of gave me a little bit of an in. I put some trainings together for staff and they just really helped me kind of understand okay, in a university setting, this is what you may do under the HR umbrella. So I, I did have that experience under my belt, but it's not enough to move into a job. HR is not one of those positions where you graduate and move right into an HR job. Like they want to know that you have experience. They want to know what kind of experience that is, what you did. And the big thing to remember about human resources is that it's such a vast variety of options. HR, so many people think of HR in a really negative sense that oh, you're HR, you know, that I'm this bad person who just fires people for fun. And that's not what we're about. There's so much more to the HR umbrella. And so I would suggest that anybody who's actually interested in HR, they they actually look up what can I do in HR? Because there's so many different opportunities. Though I worked at Smead for a little bit, a couple of years, had my second child, so I decided to leave Smead. I had my second child. We were paying more in daycare than I was making. By this time, you know, my husband was working on his master's degree and was working two jobs while he was working on his master's degree. Decided maybe it's time for me to stay home and try something else. Uh, Resigned from Smead and started to pick up part-time work at our local KOA. And this is really where I kind of got my in and into HR. In the newspaper, the KOA was hiring for someone to be an office manager, which included HR duties. So it was HR, it was payroll, it was hiring, it was firing, it was cutting all the checks, it was managing the gas payments and everything like that. And so I'm like, what the heck, you know, it's giving give me an opportunity to work from home, be home with my kids, get my foot in the door, and they hired me on the spot. Um, I had enough experience that they felt comfortable, and I worked for them for about a year, and I actually had a neighbor come to me who was a teacher and said, hey, I heard that you are getting ready to work from home. I'm wondering if I pay for your uh, child care certification if you'll watch my kids for me. So I talked to my husband about it. I'm like, hey, we'll give us a little bit of extra money, um, so why not? I did my child care endorsement to run my own daycare in my home, And worked for the KOA part-time, did daycare part-time, and then eventually the owner of the KOA knew another campground within Cedar City that said, hey, they're looking for somebody to do the same thing that you do. Um, would you be able to take them on as well? And I was like, sure. So I started working for that campground as well. So now I'm working part time for the KOA. I'm working part time for this other campground, doing their bank deposits, doing all of their accounting, doing their payroll. I'm hiring individuals. I'm having those conversations. If you know, we have an employee who's not doing what they should be doing, and then I'm also doing daycare on on this side. But that's what I needed. I needed that to be able to put on my resume as working in HR. My husband completed his master's degree in mental health counseling. He decided that that's no longer what his passion was. He wanted to stay in the counseling field, but we knew we needed to leave Cedar. I was working three jobs. He was working two jobs, and it was time for a change. And so we um, decided that he would start looking for a new job. He got his job at UVU as an athletic advisor and This was all of our families were up here, and so it was a great opportunity for us to move our family back up north and continue our journey as a family. So by this time, I'm pregnant with my third child. I'm still running a daycare. Of course, I can't run the daycare that I was in Cedar City because we've moved um, up to Salt Lake, but I... Um, We have family up here, and I had two sisters. My sister, who was um, the principal at an elementary school, had young children that needed to be watched over. And then Adam's sister was also working at the time and had young kids that needed to be taken care of, and so I took over the daycare duties of watching them. And I did that for a couple of years. Um, We lived at my parents' house while we were waiting for our house in Seder City to sell. And then once that sold, we were able to find our current house in Lehigh. So I continued to do daycare Um, We moved into Lehigh, and I continued my daycare, picked up a few more people, and so now I'm learning how to run a business. I have my license, um, so I'm state certified, so I had to go to different trainings. I had to learn how to budget. I had to learn how to menu plan. I had to learn how to be a mom. Um, I had kids in school by this time, and so it was learning how to be a mom, be a wife, be a business owner. The time came where I, I needed adult interaction. I was spending all of my time with young kids who I adored, but I needed a change. And it happened to be, it was fall, Cole's department store in American Fork was getting ready to open, and they were advertising for ad set individuals. Um, and it was an overnight position, so I could still run my daycare during the day, be a mom during the day and then go to work at night while my kids were sleeping. So I talked to Adam about it, and I said, what do you think if I did this? It would get me out of the house. It'll kind of start to get me back into the workforce. At this point, we thought we were done having kids. It'll get me back into the workforce. I can really start looking at my career, about what I want to do. I've got experience behind me. It's ad set. It won't affect our day jobs because I'll just work while the kids are asleep. And so ad set, as you go, and when you are looking at clothes, you'll see the ad, if it says like for sell, and then if it's $10 now, it's $7. And that's what I would do. I attended a hiring workshop, hired immediately, started working for them once they opened, and it was hard. It was really hard to work during the day, being attentive to kids, being a mom, Helping with schoolwork, hurrying and making dinner, and then turning around and going to work at night at eight o'clock at night and working sometimes till three, four, five o'clock in the morning. Not gonna lie, there were a few times that my husband had to play daycare dad for a couple of hours until I could get up and be human again. That was hard. That was hard to do that, hard to be a mom and run my own business and still try to now get my foot into the door. Into the workplace. About six months into AdSet, I wasn't feeling very well. It was about two in the morning, and I remember running into the bathroom multiple times, and then going, "Gosh, it's three in the morning, but a grilled cheese sandwich sure sounds good." And that's when it clicked that I was probably expecting our fourth child. It was a surprise. We weren't uh, we weren't expecting to have another child, but I was like, "Oh gosh, here I am." I'm working overnight. I'm working at least six to seven hours overnight. I'm working all day taking care of all these young kids who their parents are expecting me to take care of them hundred percent. And I have to be a mom and I have to be a wife and I have to clean the house and I have to make dinner and I have to do homework. Then they came to me, some management at Kohl's came to me and they said, we have a role opening up. It's in our HR operations for the site and we like you to apply for it. They knew some of my background. I'd shine as a leader on the ADSET team, although I wasn't a leader, but they could tell that I had that drive, and they knew my background. And they said, hey, we'd like you to apply for this position. And so I got some details about it. It would be like an all-different shift position because it would be essentially considered management. It would mean closing down my daycare. That was a hard decision to make. pregnant. It meant putting my kids back in daycare. It meant... My husband having to take on more responsibilities if I had to work like an evening or a night shift or a closing shift. We knew I'd have to work holidays. We knew I'd have to work, you know, strange shift. But we decided that this was the right time for me to make the move. It opened up to me to be able to get that HR experience that I was looking for. I applied and was given the position. It was a supervisory position under the HR manager at Kohl's. My duties were I reviewed all job applications. I did group interviews. I did all the hiring decisions. I did all of the onboarding wrote performance reviews and conducted performance reviews. I was a key holder. So if I was the store opener and then I would open the store and get everything set up. If I was a closer, I would close the store. I was over like the customer service and the cashier. So that was my my role as the HR operations supervisor is that I made sure that my people are doing their job. I was giving feedback. I was fun. People liked working under when I was the supervisor for a particular shift. They liked working under me. Um, I'm positive. I'm, I like to give kudos because, you, you know, you can't have happy employees if you have if you are a drill sergeant. And that's not my, my idea of leadership. That's not my idea of helping people grow and develop in their roles. And that was one thing that I really enjoyed doing. I may have been the number one credit card salesman for Kohl's. Um, for the American Fork branch. That is an honor that I have, that I could talk people into spending so much money they needed credit cards. But that really is where I continued my HR advancement and my HR story. Well, the time came that I couldn't do those shifts anymore. I now had a little one, four children. It was really hard to do multiple shifts, work the holidays. I remember the first Christmas Eve where I had to miss Christmas Eve dinner because I had to work. That's not what I wanted. That's not what I wanted for me. That's not what I wanted for my family. So it was time to start looking for something else. And, you know, the best time to look for a job is when you have a job. So I just started putting my feelers out there to see what I could find. I came across a job with a company called Stores Online. They were looking for an HR assistant, and it was a perfect segue for me. So I applied for the role, uh, received it. Super excited. It was just me and the HR director. We were the only two people of the HR department for this company. It was in Orem. And it was quite a large company, 800 to 1,000 employees maybe. And I did everything. So I really enjoyed that. I was with uh, Stores Online. We eventually changed names to Crescendo. For about five or six years, and actually within that time frame, they were going through restructuring. We had a new CEO come in, and they were looking at departments and looking at restructuring, which is normal. It's normal in the course of a corporation. We had just gone, well, we were public, and they wanted to make some changes, and every department had to make cuts. I got called into my, my director's office one day, and they sat me down, and our um, chief of accounting was there, too, because we actually fell under the accounting umbrella instead of legal. Sometimes HR will fall under legal, sometimes they'll fall under accounting, or finance. So it was our CFO um, that was in the room and they said, we have to make a cut. And unfortunately, there's we're a team of two. We have to make a cut. So we're gonna give you an opportunity to go do this other thing in the accounting team or we'll give you a severance package. And, of course, I was terrified. I'm like, well, I can't lose my job. We need this income. Um, My oldest had just started competitive sports, and competitive stores are really expensive. We needed the income. We couldn't afford to go down to a one-income family, so I took the job from accounting. Hated it. Hated it. It was awful. I wouldn't wish that job on anybody. But it wasn't for me, right? Somebody else would have enjoyed it, but I sat at a cubicle in front of a computer, and I looked at numbers all day long. Not my thing. I'm a people person. I had no socialization. I wasn't solving problems. I wasn't helping managers learn how to be a better manager. I wasn't helping employees understand how to be a better employee and how to increase their communication with their managers and um, how to use I statements instead of me statements so that you can get your message across to your manager. Like I was missing the coaching piece of my job. In that time frame, my husband's mother passed away. Um, She was a huge impact on my family and my children. And it was definitely a void after she passed away. We received some inheritance from her. I wasn't happy in my job. I was a mean mom, but I wasn't a very good wife. And we decided it was time for me just to stay home and be a mom to leave my career behind for a little bit. And just to focus on our kids, they were young. Our youngest was four when she passed away. So our oldest would have been 10. It was hard on my husband, it was hard on my kids, and they needed mom to be home. Put my career on hold for a little bit, took the opportunity to be home with my kids. I just had the one home full time. actually picked my daycare business back up. Took on a couple of extra kids, They were all my youngest son's age, and so I was able to take them to preschool. I was able to help take care of them. So I went back to being a daycare provider, still being home with my kids, and that's what we needed. We needed that time to grieve and that I could be a mom and just focus on the kids, and let Adam focus on his career. So I was able to focus on the kids, um, but I knew I'd go back to work eventually. This was just a stopgap in our in my career and i knew i'd go back after about a year and my youngest was getting ready to go into kindergarten it was time to get back into the workforce again you know everything happens for a reason and i got a phone call actually from my former boss that had let me go and said we need you back well i said all right let's do this so i went back to work for crescendo um stayed for about another year year and a half and decided it was ready for me to Ex- expand and try something new. And my sister uh, worked for eBay. And she said, hey, eBay is changing their HR model and they're moving into a centralized HR model. They're taking all of their HR people out of the different sites and it's all coming to Utah. Why don't you apply? And I hesitated for a while because I'm like, oh my gosh, this is eBay. Do I really have the background that I need in HR to be able to go work for a huge company? And I thought, what the heck? I I felt like I'd, I'd done all I can do for Crescendo. I'd worked there for many years. I'd left, I'd come back, I'd grown in that time of space and it was time to try something new and expand my horizons. I didn't know the future of the company and how it was doing and where it would go, and so I just felt it was a good time to start looking again. And again, the best time to look for a job is when you have a job. I applied for eBay, and it was was called an HR advisor, human resources advisor essentially the intake person. So if an employee or a manager had a question or they wanted to open a case or they wanted to talk to somebody, an employee relations specialist, they would call in to the HR delivery services team and I was the first contact. It was a pay cut, but it was a foot in the door. Sometimes that's what you have to do. You have to take that little bit of a pay cut to get your foot into a door for something that you know will open up your horizons. So I interviewed for that position. They came back and they said, well, we want you, but there's also another position open called an HR consultant. They're the ones who do all the employee relations. They do all the investigations for discrimination, harassment, workplace violence. I actually think you might be a little over-skilled for our role, but we want you to interview for this role. And I was like, okay, but honestly, I didn't think I was ready for that role and I didn't get it bombed the interview. So yeah, didn't get that role. But they hired me as an advisor. And even though it was a pay cut, I took it again to get my foot in the door. And within six months, I'd been promoted to a senior advisor. And within a year, I'd been promoted into a consultant. And that's really all I needed. I just needed to get my foot in the door. I needed to get some of that extra experience under my belt. I needed to be able to shine and show them what I was worth, and that I was worth promoting, and that I have the skills that you need, I have the communication skills that you need, I have the ability to do the job, I just needed to learn about the culture, I needed to learn about eBay, and I needed to show them that I could do it. Worked with eBay for four years, um, and then eBay and PayPal, so eBay owned PayPal, and they decided to become their own separate companies. And when that happened, they essentially just split our teams And they said, you, you, and you are going to stay with eBay and you, you, and you are going to go with PayPal. And I was selected to go with PayPal. Amazing experience. And so I continued to grow into my role with PayPal as a, a human resources consultant, I built great rapport with senior leadership, with our uh, vice presidents, with our senior vice presidents, with our executive team. They knew that I was a go-to person. They knew that I had it in me. So they asked me to take on more and they asked me to become more involved in different projects and to take on you know, special initiatives. They knew, give it to Jamie, she'll get it done. That is one thing that I had always been taught from my parents is if you're gonna do a job, do it well and do it right. That is what has helped me grow into the person that I am today in the workforce and what I do today I really enjoy working with people. I really enjoy coaching and counseling. And if you're looking into an HR field, I'm in a role now where I really take care of the employee. I'm called an employee advocate, and I do exactly that. I advocate for the employee. If we have employees who are suffering any type of duress, I work with them. I talk to them about benefits that we offer. I I provide Steps that they can take. Maybe it's a leave of absence. Maybe it's I need to pull in a, you know, different different team members in our workplace violence team. Maybe it's they just need someone to talk to. We have many different programs that help employees, and I manage those programs. And it's amazing to be part of a company where I can use my skills for the better to help our employees. Um, to know that our employees... Um, are cared for by the company that they that they work for and that we care about our employees. And so now my focus is on the employee. But being able to transition to this new role and to see the growth pattern of where I started thinking that I was going to be a teacher in my mom's preschool room to where I am today working for a global company where I work with employees and individuals all over the world. Um, My leader sits in Luxembourg. I have a peer in Asia Pacific who manages all of our Asia Pacific regions. I have a peer in Dublin who manages all of our European and Middle Eastern countries. It's just amazing. I have the work-life balance that I need. I work from home and you just never know where you're gonna end up. And so that is my story.
0: I am Doug Gardner, and this has been the People in Their Work podcast. Music by Christopher Weiss. Images are from the UVU Roots of Knowledge stained glass exhibit by Holdman Studios.